welcome to London Runway Style. This is your guided exploration of collections and catwalks from London shows. This week, we grabbed some time with the new face of London Runway 2020 winners, Hannah and Orpheus. Meet the winners you voted for and find out more about what makes them tick in these mini-interviews. Hi there, Hannah. Oh, hi. How are you, Rhiannon? <laughs> good. How are you? Yes, very good. Thank you. Good. And uh, still hopefully buzzing about the fact that you are our new face of London Runway 2020 for women's work. Absolutely. Still in shock, if I'm honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a bit crazy. Um, yeah, so when... Uh, when I was actually told I was in the final, I was like, no way, because there was so many like gorgeous women and men that were there at the 40 round. And then, uh, yeah, I just had no idea that that was possible. So, yeah, I'm absolutely buzzing. <laughs> Fabulous. And I, for one, definitely cannot wait to get our cover photo shoot done and see what we can create together. Yeah, I know it's going to be a lot of fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hopefully it will happen this month, I think. Yes. 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 So yeah, I am looking forward to it and working out every day. Oh yes. (laughs) (laughs) Preparation. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Well, fabulous. I see. What What we're going to do to start with is we're going to go through some of our standard new face questions that we have in every issue when we introduce our new face models. So. This is going to be a great opportunity for everyone to sort of get to know the basics about you and then we'll chat a little bit more after that as well. Okay, sounds good, sounds good. All right, let's start with the very basics. Your name, your age and your location, please. Okay, so my name is Hannah Sophie Lewis. I am 30 years old and I am based in the Rondo Valleys in South Wales, as you can probably tell from the Welsh accent. (laughs) (laughs) Fabulous. And you have an agency? I do, yes. I In the last couple of months, really, uh, during lockdown, I was sending my pictures to, you know, every agency that sort of represented Curve and Plus Size Models. And, yeah, after a year and a half of trying, I um, I then got signed with Link Models International. I think it was back in June. Yes, June time. Wow, congratulations. Yeah, I was buzzing about that as well. So to be honest, the last few months, um, <laughs> I've had a few um, opportunities come my way after, you know, the hassle and the grind as um, things take time, you know. But things worth waiting for and things worth having take time. So, yeah, I'm very happy with that indeed. Great. And how long have you been modelling for? Um, well, I haven't really done any modelling, to be honest. Um, I've always wanted to do it. Um, but when I was... You know, when I was growing up, it was kind of my body shape, my body, my my size wasn't really represented um, in mm. the in magazines on TV. And then I noticed as I was sort of in my twenties, because um, basically I'm a performer by trade, like that's what I sort of trained in. Um, I trained and I graduated with the BA on Musical Theatre back in 2011. So that was sort of um, the passion, sort of that's where my career came from. So um, Mm. I trained as a singer-dancer and graduated in musical theatre. And then I've worked as a singer-dancer around Europe and production casts and cruises, et cetera. And then, but always at the back of my mind, I always kind of wanted to model. Um, And then I I turned 
28, 29, and I, you know, I've always kind of wanted to model. It's always been in the back of my mind that I wanted to do it. And as the modeling, you know, the industry has become more diverse and you see more people my size, my height on TV, in campaigns, in magazines, I thought mm-hmm. now is the time to do it. And um, yeah, so I haven't actually done any sort of paid work or anything like that, but hopefully soon <laughs> that's the yes. next sort of chapter <laughs> in my um, career. So yeah. Yeah, we're going to change all of that. <laughs> yes, come on. And <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have an unusual talent or a party trick? Oh, a party trick. Um, gosh, not that I can think of. I mean, I can do the floss, but that's about it. Well, <laughs> look, I can't, so that counts for me. Well, when I see you next, I will teach you. It's very simple. <laughs> Perfect. So what would surprise people to know about you? Oh, surprise people. Um, that I'm not really that confident within myself. I don't know why. Um, mm. Considering I am a performer and I've sort of performed in front of thousands of people in my time. Um, yeah, I sort of always, I don't know. I think maybe it's from when I was sort of growing up, you know, like um, being the tall girl, you didn't see many tall well you don't see many tall people around really in your day-to-day life but um I was always sort of referred to as um you know big massive Mm -hmm. people would say how's the weather up there like if I had a pound for every time someone asked me that I would be rich and living in a mansion um literally um yeah so yeah I don't know what slowly as I'm getting older I'm sort of learning to sort of accept who I am love who I am body positivity and all that um mm. but yeah I'd say that you know the comments from growing up and so and so um kind of not my confidence a bit but you know that fire sort of drives me to sort of hit my goals and as I'm getting I'm now 30 so I found since turning 30 that I'm just like Do you know what I don't care what people say I'm going to go yeah. after what I want in life and you know if I'm not thin enough for you then I won't work with you <laughs> you know it's just, yes. yeah, it's just like accept me for who I am or bye it's just how yes. I sort of live my life so yeah amazing yeah I think everyone could do with having a bit of that mindset yeah I mean it's hard it takes work you know but um once you kind of get to that I think things start happening well they have definitely for me anyway recently. yeah absolutely so, yeah definitely Fabulous. And what are your modelling ambitions? Oh, my modelling ambitions were really just to sort of show young girls that, you know, if you are five foot eleven, which I am like five foot eleven and a half, you know, so I always grew up tall, um, is to say that that's fine. Love who you Mm -hmm. are. You know, everyone would always sort of um, make comments when I was younger, but now everyone's like, wow, you have such great legs. And I'm like, thanks honey I grew them myself you know you've got to sort of um, <laughs> um to show basically the younger generation that whoever like however you look you're beautiful at the end of the day there's only one of you on this earth so mm-hmm. that is your superpower and use it to your advantage so yeah and then I'd say my modeling um dreams are when I was sort of in between performing contracts I worked for a lot of sort of beauty brands so I worked as mm-hmm. um I'd work on perfume stores, on skincare stores, and I used to see the 
you know the campaigns and the the billboards with the people with the famous yeah. people or the models on and I'd be like I'm standing here selling this product I want to be promoting it like that's always kind of been my dream to see my face mm -hmm. on um you know working for brands so yeah that 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 would be a major goal for sure amazing yeah so tell us a little bit more about your performing and the kind of things that you do okay so it was I would think I was about 13 15 where I was kind of as I said I wasn't very confident as a young kid but I always felt myself more in music classes in drama classes but in school unless you're academic I, I, you kind of don't feel worthy so I spent mm. a lot of time in music classes or I'd be in my English class and I'd have my sheet music behind the book that we were reading um, <laughs> learning the, the millennial lyrics for you know the next song that I do in a musical or something so yeah so that's where sort of my passion started when I was around 13 and 15 and I had a, a music teacher called Miss Evans and she sort of pushed me to um, start going to singing lessons and acting cl mm. classes and stuff like that. And then and then I did it for A-levels and then I went to Essex to do my degree in musical theatre and I graduated back in 2011. And then ever since I've worked for many companies. So I worked for a company called Ted Talent where I worked in production casts. Um, around hotels in Europe. So I, in 2012, I moved to Turkey. Then I lived in wow. Cyprus for a year. Then I went to Mallorca to live for a year to perform out there. Then I went to Rhodes. Then I went, where did I go after that? To Mallorca and then I went back to Rhodes. So for eight, seven or eight years, I worked abroad as in production casts. And wow. then um, after that, I thought, oh, I really want to try cruise ships. I'd always seen the... Um, you know the adverts for the jobs on Spotlight and I thought oh this is something I've always wanted to do you know waking up in a different country every day I thought this is going to mm. be amazing and then I got my first cruise job with PO and I was working in a band called Pulse on um, Britannia that was the name of the ship and um, yeah. yeah and I worked in the band there there was me and three other singers and we used to do sort of um, theme nights. So one night we'd be doing Motown. The next night we'd do a set on rock music, acoustic. So you kind of have to be versatile and, you know, mm. you sort of, your voice has to sort of try and suit as many sort of um, types of, you know, uh, genres as possible. So that's testing, you know, but mm. performing every night was my dream. I was getting paid to do it and seeing like different countries every day was amazing and then my last performing contract was um 2018 going into 2019 where i went to florida for seven months and i worked wow. on a ship up there as part of the production cast and um, yeah met loads of great people and was lovely um to meet you know people from america because i'd never met any americans before and then <laughs> we um spent seven months on the ship and we, we traveled around the Bahamas and then back to Florida. It was kind of like a short, um, a short trip that we would do. But, you know, being in America, being in, in the Bahamas, the weather was lovely and yeah, the job was fun. So <laughs> amazing. Really, yeah. Yeah. Sounds. Yeah. I think I'm jealous. <laughs> no, honestly, living on a ship is harder. It's harder than you think. <laughs> yeah it may look glamorous but behind the scenes it's not always <laughs> <laughs> and what's it like um 
um, you know, having to adapt to live in so many different places. Yeah, I mean, you kind of have to be kind of open-minded and just go mm -hmm. with the flow. Um, yeah, it can be, um, it's challenging, don't get me wrong. Um, I preferred, to be honest, doing um, performing, just being on land and being based somewhere. Yeah. Because you can kind of, um, you know, you, you meet the locals, they become your family, especially in, mm -hmm. in Greece when I worked in Rhodes. Um, the restaurants and the shops and where you lived, Greek Greek people are very like welcoming. They want to take you in as if as you know your family. So you become very close to these people, and it's it's nice because when you're away from home, you're you're away from your loved ones, your family. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, you as a performer, you have to sacrifice a lot. You know, you're not there for birthdays, sure. you're not there for anniversaries, or especially like friends who get married. Like I've missed all my friends. <laughs> weddings you know yeah. stuff like that so it's really nice then to sort of meet people and sort of build a family where you are you know mm. so it's not always um glitz and glam as you think <laughs> but yeah it's nice and how have you been finding lockdown i'm sure there's not been many performing opportunities recently no literally obviously you know theaters have closed mm. cruise ships have stopped um i think it's hit the performing industry badly um you know performers who have just graduated from drama schools you know the dreams of sort of going into work and then all that's been taken away from them you know mm -hmm. it's um yeah it's hard you know you you get used to sort of your spotlight emails coming through every day with the latest castings like none of that you know all that stopped yeah and yeah it, it's um and, you know, when you're stuck at home and seeing the same four walls every day, <laughs> it can mm -hmm. be a bit daunting. I mean, it can affect, I'm sure it's affected lots of people's mental health, yeah. um, you know, not doing what they love, having struggles for money. Um, you know, the performing industry is hard enough as it is. <laughs> right. So when it all stops, it's a bit like, so what do I do now? You know, <laughs> I mean, everyone's in the same boat. I'm not saying the performing, you know, performers are being hit worse than everyone else. That's not what I'm saying. But um, yeah, it's, it's difficult for sure. Yeah. Well, fingers crossed that we can bounce back and get back to how we were before. Yeah, definitely. I mean, or at so, least find a new way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Slowly, you know, becoming, you know, jobs is sort of, trickling in and opportunities mm -hmm. are now becoming available but you know it's still not back to normal which is fine but just gotta keep our heads up and get on with it I guess yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely. yeah British lip of a lip yeah yeah so fabulous I'm really looking forward to sharing our shoot with all of our readers as soon as we can yeah absolutely and, uh, you know both of us getting back to work I mean I'm you know there haven't exactly been many photo shoots going on either so no. i am itching to get behind the lens yeah and uh, hopefully uh have a good month until then and uh we'll have something fresh and new to share yeah definitely but i just want to say again a thank you to you and to maxine and the photographers and everyone that sort of um made this possible to be honest this this is an awesome opportunity that's been thrown my way and i'm very very appreciative Thank you for being such a good model and interviewer. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Hannah. Okay. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Looking to submit your work to our pages? 
We take editorials exclusively through Caviar. Browse our open categories and choose your submission option, ranging from totally free to a guaranteed cover. Photographers, models and makeup artists, this is your time to shine. Head to londonrunway.co.uk forward slash submit to learn more. Hi, Orphans. Hello. Oh, yeah. Hello. <laughs> so, how are you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> yeah, I just finished talking with my parents. This is like my um, weekly routine on Sundays that we just catch up. <laughs> so now I have free time, so I'm able to talk with you. Oh, how lovely. So, how are you feeling about being the menswear face of London Runway 2020? Um, I am very, very excited and I didn't even expect that, but I am very thankful for everybody who helped me out because that feels like really, really amazing. Thank you so much. (laughs) Wonderful. I see what we're going to do for this call. We're going to just start off with doing some standard questions that we always ask models every issue. And then we'll talk a little bit more afterwards about whatever comes up. That's fine. All right, so let's kick off with what is your name, your age, and where do you live? Okay, my name is Orpheus Sloma. I live in London and I am 26 years old. Yeah, my birthday was like uh, four months ago. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I am old, if I am young. Yeah, but 26 now. Yeah. Well, from, yeah. from my perspective, you're young. So let's just go with that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> and where are you from originally? I am from Poland. I came here um, to the UK when I was 18, so that was, not 19, so that was in 2013. Wow, not too long ago, actually. Yeah, I came here to study and yeah, I just finished university and I decided to stay here. So it's, yeah, that's my life. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'm going off, I'm going off script already, but what was it about the UK and about London that made you want to stay? Um, so basically, uh, when I was studying, I was studying High Wycombe, so it's half an hour away from London. But uh, personally, I am the person who likes to see a lot of people, who likes to keep themselves busy. So mm-hmm. like, London is the perfect place to just to be and stay here because there's so many activities that you can do that is not um, you know, available in other parts of the UK. That I think this is the perfect spot for me. Because I like adventure, I like meeting new people, I like doing a lot of stuff. So I think this is the perfect place for me to be mm-hmm. for now. Let's see where the future takes me. Mm, definitely. So how long have you been modeling for? So the thing is, for like around three years, I've been interested in that. Um, when I finished university, I decided to do some pictures with my friend. He's a photographer. Um yeah, and then since then I uh, applied for the castings as well on Star Now. So I had like a small portfolio on my computer with uh, photographers that I had pictures with in London mainly. Yeah, so I think, yeah, like around three years. Hmm. Great. And do you have an unusual talent or party trick? Um, I don't know if it's unusual, but I don't know if people know by saying Singing has been my passion since I was like born. Like literally, I've been singing every single day, and I have a YouTube channel as well. I post my covers on online as well. So yeah, this is like my secret talent, I think. Yes, and you regaled us with a song during one of your audition rounds. Oh yes, I did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. That was fun. Um, so, what would surprise people to know about you? Oh, surprise! Mm, 
that's an interesting thing. Um, maybe that <laughs> that maybe sound very creepy, but maybe that I'm gay. Maybe that would be something surprising to people that well, I am from the LGBT community. Maybe that would be the thing. Yeah, why not? Why not? And um, what are your modeling ambitions? Okay, so when it comes to that modeling ambition, um, so I would like to be the voice of the you know unheard people. This has been my aim since I was. Um, you know, dreaming about being a singer as well. So I can mm. be the voice for the people who are unheard, like mainly in my LGBT community, because it's like a very bad place for us now, especially in Poland, when uh, the Polish government has been doing the propaganda against us for like uh, one year. Mm. And have, I don't know if you've heard about this, but you have like LGBT free zones, which is like one third of Poland over there. Mm. And this is not a fiction, this is reality. This is government approved. You just go to the city, you cannot go to the bar, you cannot go to the city because it says that this is LGBT free zone. So I would like to be the person that, you know, these little kids who are gay as well just look up and say yes i'm gonna i'm gonna make it everything is gonna be okay and you know they need to have that strength the power from somebody else who is you know older than them and has more experience than them so i think mm -hmm. yeah that would be my aspiration just to show them look i'm here i've been there done that you can make it as well sure yeah yeah it's very shocking the things that are going on at the moment yeah yeah, so that would be my aspiration, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and tell us more about your singing and the kind of stuff that you do. So, uh, yeah, so I came to England and I decided to make a audio music production course and I finished all three years. I kind of liked it, but not that much because there were some modules that I didn't like. But mm. when it comes to my singing, I've been singing all the time. I was in the Polish radio like three times. I was in the... Um, a talent show as well on the TV. Um, yeah, wow. and then when I was in the secondary school, I was like the highest uh, followed person in my secondary school online <laughs> because I was on the second place to uh, when it comes to the most subscribed person back in the days in 2012 on the Polish uh, singing website. So that was like quite an wow. achievement for me. Yeah, and um, yeah, when I finished university, I didn't really have that much time to pursue what I wanted to do, like when it comes to like, you know, music stuff, because I had to focus on the work and help my mom mm -hmm. because there was like a family problems. But yeah, for uh, I started singing like again properly uh, this year, so you can check everything online on YouTube on my channel. Yeah, singing has been my passion since I was like very, very, very little. So yeah, it's been with me up till now. And what would you, what would be your dream as a singer? As a singer, uh, the same thing as with the modeling. I just want to, you know, help people out, help people out who have the problems um, to basically um, the reason why I would like to be a singer is because when I was in a very dark place in my life, music was the thing that just lifted me mm. up. So uh, it prevented many things that could end up very badly. Uh, so I would like to be that person who, you know, helps other people out with music, with lyrics, to show them that, you see, I am here, I made it, you can make it as well, mm -hmm. yeah, my dream. Well, yeah, I'm sure a lot of people can identify with that. Yeah, yeah. And it sounds like family is really important to you as well. Oh, yeah, it does, yeah. Um, 
I am very close. I am close to my family. Yes, that's true. Um, we talk every weekend, every Sunday around like 1 p.m. here in the UK. So it's 2 mm. p.m. over there in Poland. We have like a one, two hour conversation. There's like the ritual every week we have to do that. And then, you know, throughout Monday to Saturday, whenever I am free or one day I'm free, maybe we have uh, some shorter calls as well because everybody has their own responsibilities. But even though everybody, you know, has work, has school or university, like my brother, um, we still try to keep in touch as well to, you know, catch up what's going on and all that stuff, like family stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah. And do you have any other kind of causes or things that you support that are really important to you? Oh, yes, definitely. So um, I've been a vegan for one and a half years now, and I'm very into the sustainability. Mm. So, yeah, the, the, the articles that you had in your issues, like, for example, um, YouTube polls or yeah. about the boycott Boohoo, or I think there was a Czech guy, um, Jiri Kalfar, Jiri yes. Kalfar. He was talking about uh, his, yeah, his environmental friendly um, clothing and stuff. Yeah, so these are the things that are very, very in line with what I'm thinking about and what I really support. So I try yeah. to, to be sustainable as well, as much as possible and cruelty free as well. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And thank you for that nice little plug, because we're going to have some some stuff about Jury Kalfar in our next issue as well. Oh, so that's good. Yeah, I'm going to have <laughs> as well next time. Yeah, whenever the issue comes up. Yes, that will be the 27th. Yeah, that's professional, awesome. professional that's plugging. Yeah, here. this is the birthday of, yeah, that's perfect, because this is my best friend's and my mum's birthday, so I will never forget. So that's good. Ah, well, tell your mum <laughs> happy birthday from us. <laughs> uh, thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> Fabulous. Well, it's been lovely talking to you today. Uh, I'm really looking forward to shooting with you very soon. Yeah, it's um, very cool. Did the, all the lockdown influence your sales as well, or what was it bad for you? Um, it was actually okay. Now we saw sort of a decrease in advertising, which I think pretty much every media company saw. But for the actual sales, it was it was okay. We had one of our best-selling issues actually of all time. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, the, this one that I was looking forward and that I couldn't get probably is that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah probably. The, the sunny issue, yeah. <laughs> and next time, just order as soon as possible. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know how, how it works because, yeah, I can imagine this, like, your company is a smaller company, so mm -hmm. it works a little bit different than the big ones. Yeah, yeah I can imagine, and it's also, yeah. it's more sustainable for us as well. We don't want to have, you know, a hundred boxes of magazines that were printed and and then didn't get sold and then that's a whole tree that just died for no reason so we yeah, yeah, to avoid yeah. that. it makes sense yeah it really makes sense because then you just print as many copies as you needed exactly do you... no that that's a very good thing yeah and i appreciate that that's very good that's nice yeah all right um yeah so that's everything and um i will be in touch very soon with more shoot details yeah i'm very happy yeah thank you so much for all the conversation and for the opportunity and yeah i'm really looking forward to shooting with you guys and to see uh all other people that we were shooting with these top 30. yeah and faye precious everybody else yeah. yes yeah enjoy your day in this you too, you too yeah thank you bye bye bye
This episode of London Runway Style was presented by me, Chief Editor Rhiannon Deverk. You can find full issues as well as interviews, articles, trend reports and more at londonrunway.co.uk and follow us at London Runway Mag on most social media channels. Until next time, enjoy. Enjoy.